You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you to the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about the armor of God. This is the eighth episode in this series. So if you missed the first seven, I encourage you to go back to our YouTube channel, find them and and listen to them. Uh, Ephesians 6.14 is where we're going to take our text today. It says, Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. And the last two episodes, we've talked about the girdle of truth and how to think the right thoughts. And then he goes on to say, Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, the Roman breastplate was unlike the girdle of truth. A girdle of truth was made out of leather or a cloth, probably a combination. Uh, and it was not as snazzy as this breastplate. The breastplate protected all the vital organs in the torso, covering both the front and the back. It actually went over the back. And the breastplate was not only tactical, but it was ornamental. It was something to behold. It was very pretty. And it could weigh as much as uh, 40 pounds. Uh, The breastplate is connected to the human spirit. Now, I told you that these weapons, this equipment that we have, it's for three primary parts of our being. Number one, the mind. And that's what we talked about. The girdle of truth is all about the guarding of the mind. Then there is equipment for the mouth, and there's also equipment for the spirit. And the breastplate of righteousness is equipment for the human spirit. Uh, The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the forces of life or the issues of life. Out of your spirit come all of the great things God wants to do in you, and you have to guard it. You know what? It's like a well. And uh, I told the story one time in children's church uh, about a, uh, a, a family that got sick and they all died because they had a well and an old hog, a sow, had fallen in and her little pigs followed her in. They all fell into the well and they polluted the well. And the family didn't know it. And they drew up the water and they drank it. And it was filled with all this putrefaction and it killed them and they died because their well was polluted. The reason that the hogs fell in the well was the well was not protected. That's why when you have a well, you build a wall around it. You put a lid on it. You not only have a wall, but there should be a lid on it. Uh, We read in the scriptures that that part of what they did with wells, they had big slabs of stone that covered those wells. And uh, for good reason, because they didn't want birds falling into there or any other kind of animal falling into the well. It wasn't just a human safety precaution, but it was for the purity of the well. And so when the scripture says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the forces of the issues of life, the picture here is of a well, and your human spirit has to flow with the right things or you won't have life to the fullest. And it's important that you guard it. So the breastplate was a tactical weapon to protect the human spirit. Now, it's called the breastplate of righteousness. God himself is righteous. 
the reason that we feel comfortable in approaching God is because we have in us this innate sense that God is fair, that God is just. You know, when God came to talk to Abraham about the destruction of the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham immediately asked this question, will you destroy the righteous with the wicked? Far be that from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And Abraham went into intercession for the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah because he had a nephew there, Lot, and he prayed for him. And because Abraham prayed, Lot was spared. Now, Abraham was trying to pray for the cities, but he quit praying after 10 righteous. Uh, he asked God to spare the city for 10 righteous, and, and uh, he would have had to get that down to four, at least four, uh, and because there weren't that many righteous people there. But uh, Abraham appealed to God on the basis of his righteousness. He knows God is righteous. We, we know that. We ha Listen, if you don't believe that God's fair, if you don't believe that God's true, that God is good, if you, if you can't believe those things about the Lord, it's hard to love God. It's hard to approach God. It's hard to believe that God's on your side, that God wants to bless you and help you if you don't believe that. And so the breastplate of righteousness is huge because it not only is about us, us. It's about what we believe about the Father and how we believe he's good. Listen to what God says about himself. This is James, half-brother of Jesus, writing in James 1.17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. God never changes his character. He, he is not evil. Evil happens, and God permits evil to happen. But God has given us authority in the earth, and we have a lot to say about resisting evil. And a lot of times we don't know. We're ignorant about resisting evil. We don't know how to do it, and as a result, we suffer needlessly. Christ, in his humanity, wore the blessed breastplate of righteousness, Isaiah 59, 17. For the Lord, for he put on righteousness as a breastplate. Now, righteousness is a relational position that a subordinate assumes toward an unquestioned superior. When we say that the moon orbits the earth, we're making a statement about the moon. We're saying that the moon is subordinate to the earth. When we say that the earth revolves around the sun, what are we saying? We're saying that the earth is subordinate to the sun, that the sun's mass and gravity is greater than the mass and gravity of the earth. Therefore, the earth revolves around the sun, the moon around the earth, it is a relational, uh, it is a relationship. And we have a relational tie to God. That's what righteousness is. We are saying that we are accepted in his sight. We are pure in his sight. That's what relational means. We are in a relationship with him where we are held harmless, where we are uh, considered freed from sin. 
Uh, W.E. Vine's Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words. Here's what it says about righteousness. Dika Iosune, it is the character or quality of being right or just. Well, you can't have that with yourself. You have to be right or just in the eyes of a superior. Now, here's the problem. Uh, we are not right because of the sins we committed, the sins we inherited, and we're born with that. You know, I remember when I was four years old, I walked through the kitchen and I had a little ballpoint pen, and I don't know why I had it, but I didn't need to be having that ballpoint pen. And we had a noodle bar stool that I sat on a lot when I ate at the table, and it was covered in vinyl. And I don't know what came over me, but I walked over to that bar stool and I popped a hole in the top of that bar stool. You know, it's like little shipping peanuts. If you've ever mashed them, you can't stop once you start mashing them. Well, that's the way it was with me. And I kept poking the top of that bar stool. I, and I don't know what came over me. I just did it. And so it never occurred to me I was going to get spanking. Never occurred to me. I never thought about it. The thought did not cross my mind. I stood there in the kitchen and did that. And sometime later, uh, my parents went into the kitchen and they called me in there. And they were both standing over that bar stool and they pointed to it. And they said, did you do this? And I'm four years old. I hadn't had a single class in this subject. I've never been trained in this subject. Nobody's ever taught me how as a defense mechanism to do this. I lied. And I lied by instinct. And I told my parents, no, I didn't do that. Who did it? My Uncle Keith. Well, he's nine years older than me. He's a teenager. And so he was the most convenient person to blame. Keith did it. Uh, my parents didn't buy it. I got the spanking anyway. But it was interesting to me that without any training whatsoever, I immediately stepped up and I lied. And I had this sin. Now, this is a righteousness problem because when you have sins, you can't be righteous. The sin has to be dealt with in order for us to be righteous. So God introduced this concept to the people that he wanted to be in relationship with. And listen to me, God has to deal with their sins. And let me tell you why. God is totally right and just. He's got to be fair 100% of the time. If God doesn't deal with our sin as humans, but yet he punishes that outlaw Satan, then he's not right. He is unjust. He is unfair. So God has to have a system where that he can somehow deal with the sin of humans and at the same time, be the kind of judge that the devil needs to face. So how does he do this? God allowed one man, just one man, to bring the whole world under sin so that it only took one man to bring the world out from sin. And he punished one man, his son, Jesus. He punished the one man so that all of our sins could be forgiven so when we come to God and we believe on his son, we are accepting his remedy. Now, here's what we know about Satan. Satan and demon spirits will not even admit, nor will they confess that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. There is no redemption for them. They sinned without a tempter. They sinned willfully. They want no forgiveness, but they will be judged because the sin of man has been covered now. 
because we were forgiven because we were tempted and a man representing us died in our place so that we could have this thing called imputed righteousness, meaning we are given credit for being righteous, not because we've been perfect, but because we've believed on God's remedy. We believed in God's provision. Imputed righteousness is opposed by another kind of righteousness, and that righteousness is self-righteousness, a righteousness which is earned. And we have an imputed righteousness which is far greater than that. Listen to what Genesis 15, 6 says. And he, Abraham, believed in the Lord, and he, the Lord, accounted it to him for righteousness. Doesn't say Abraham was perfect in all of his deeds. It says he believed. He believed in the substitute, and as a result, he was declared righteous. Listen to what David says in Psalm 32, 2. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. In other words, David said the man who admits his wrongdoing before God has no deceitfulness in his spirit. God does not, uh, he does not impute, he does not impute iniquity to him because he repents, he accepts God as substitute. God, I accept what you did for me. I've sinned, but I accept what you did for me. What that does is amazing. It creates a confidence in me, a sense in me that God's on my side. And listen, it's amazing how you can stand against any enemy when you thoroughly believe and are convinced that God is on your side. That is not something that happens in your head. That's why I said there are tools that God gives to your mind, your mouth, and your heart. Righteousness is of the heart. It is of the heart. And so when you accept that righteousness that belongs to God, but he gives it to you, it's his to give to you, and you accept that, you have an amazing confidence to be able to stand against the power of the evil one. All the time I have for today, but we are certainly not done. We'll be back tomorrow for episode nine. I'll see you then. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening. Thank you.